Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, welcome back. Zazzle, Rams, and Amber, a Thursday morning. Joining us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store guest line, truly steps beyond convenience, uh, tennis great Andy Roddick. Andy Roddick, who I used to love watch playing, and uh, I'm, I'm confused why Andy Roddick is not playing tennis anymore. I mean, you are, I'm 35 <laughs> years old. I think you're a year younger than me. Why is Andy Roddick not playing tennis anymore? Oh, I play tennis, just uh, just not of any level that would anyone would want to watch. Um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I stopped a little bit young, but uh, you know, it, it was there was other stuff that uh, that I wanted to do, and I've uh, I've enjoyed it. Well, I know I, I've seen you on TV. Uh, I, I certainly saw you on Fox Sports uh, a couple years ago. So, are are you doing a lot of media? You're doing a lot of TV right now, and is that has that been fulfilling? I guess. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm not really actually doing uh, anything of a uh, like that right now. Uh, we had a we had a baby uh, a little over a year ago, and so I kind of that was taking up uh, a little too much time, and I was in uh, Los Angeles a little bit more than uh, than I wanted to be. Um, so uh, not so much uh, not so much TV right now, but uh, it was it was a fun learning process. Boy or girl? Is a little boy named Hank. Ah, oh, and you came a good a good athletic name too, like Hank. There you go. <laughs> Now yeah, are you... none of, it wasn't fake Hank either. It's actually like Hank on the birth certificate, not Henry. There you go. Now are you gonna are you gonna be uh are you gonna be a helicopter dad? Or are you gonna be throwing him right into the mix when it comes to the sports? Uh, well we'll 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 see. Uh you know, I, I, I kinda keep pushing him towards the golf clubs. Uh we'll see we'll see if that strategy works. Why why wouldn't you push him toward tennis? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know that I believe just because it was my thing that it has to be his thing. But, I mean, you know, he's 14 months old, so I'm, I, I, we, we might be getting a little ahead of ourselves. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> now I'm interested to find out. Not too many people are naming their kids Hank nowadays, so that's got to be, what, a family name is my guess somewhere down the line? No, no family name. It was between that or Buttercup, and we, were, we went with Hank. <laughs> Hank was the better option there. Yeah, we got we got Andy Roddick here with us, and Andy Roddick is actually hosting an event. It's the Aim Higher Tennis Pro Am, benefiting Special Olympics of Dade and Broward counties. It is this Saturday on December 10th. It's at the famous Diplomat in Hallandale. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about what you got going on there this weekend, Andy? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, uh, you you kind of summed it up, but it starts at 9:30. Uh, thank you to the Diplomat who's nice enough to uh, to host us. Um, we'll be doing a pro am from 9:30 to 11:30. Uh, Bob Bryan, who's part of the Bryan brothers, uh, probably the best doubles team of all time, and we'll be out there as well. Um, and then at two to three, we're going to do a tennis clinic for the actual uh, tennis clinic for the actual Special Olympic athletes, which will be great. Hundred uh, percent of the proceeds go to Special Olympics uh, Florida. So uh, come see us. I'm looking, and it says hundred dollar VIP entry fee also gets you open bar. So there's that. Yeah, there you go. All right, a little schmoozing maybe with Andy <laughs> Roddick at some point in the day. That's why I hope so, if I'm lucky enough, yeah. Now, let me ask you here, Andy. Uh, Andy Roddick again here with us, and he is hosting this weekend the AIM Higher Tennis Pro-Am. It's benefiting Special Olympics of Dade and Broward Counties. Uh, so 
usually when we have retired athletes on the show, I like asking them what they miss most. And usually we're talking to guys who play team sports, and they, they miss the camaraderie. They miss the locker sure. room. Now, now, you didn't necessarily have that, okay, in tennis. It's not a team sport. So uh, do you find yourself missing the competition? Um, yeah, and, and I, was, I, I miss weird stuff about it. Like, the you know, first day at Wimbledon is always a little weird for me just because, you, you know, you kind of have this jealousy of the people that are going out and uh, – and doing it, um, I wasn't a big fan of uh, you know traveling forty five some odd weeks a year. So um, I, I don't know that I missed that part of it. I miss you know kind of like training with the guys at you know the track early in the morning and kind of these weird these weird things about being a pro athlete that maybe not a lot of athletes actually miss. Um, but uh, you know I, I got to be honest, I hear just horror stories about guys that have stopped and missing it, and I've talked to guys who say never stop, and it's it's been a smoother transition for me than than um, than most from from what I hear, but um, you know I'm, I'm certainly appreciative of uh, the time that I did get to spend out there. Do you actually enjoy playing tennis more now, or do you, do you enjoy it a lot more back then? Because you always hear the two different things from professional athletes. Some of them enjoyed it a heck of a lot more when they had that level of competition, and some guys actually end up enjoying playing their sport when the stakes aren't quite so high after their careers. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I, it, it's weird now. Every time I play, it's a it's a choice. So that, that kind of has this freeing uh, ability, but then I go out and I'm not very good anymore. So that's frustrating. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of, it's just kind of give and take, uh, give and take between the two. But I retired so young that I don't think I had that. Like, you know, you hear of a lot of athletes retire and they have kind of this bitterness towards the game. They don't want to be around it. They don't want to see it. They don't want it for, for a moment in time. And I never really had that. Um, you know, I, I was out hitting balls within a month after, after I stopped and, uh, you know, kind of didn't need to find the distance and then get back into it. So um, I don't know. I, I think every every person kind of has their own their own path afterwards. I feel like you're missing an opportunity here to really play down to your competition because you said you're not that good anymore. But I mean, you could take <laughs> on pretty much 99.9% of this earth and you would look really good. So I, I think you might be playing in the wrong circles for fun. Well, it, it's funny you mention that because I play on a <laughs> the, the, the kind of the, the old guys tour is called the PowerShare series here in the States. And um, I've actually really found my my sweet spot is just playing people at least 15 years older than me, and then then I'm yeah then I'm dominant. Like when I play <laughs> McEnroe and Courier, I'm 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 the man. Then yeah. I'm interested at what made you pick up a racket in the first place. And since you retired so young, did you start so early? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I was I was on tour when I was uh, geez, what was it 17 um, when I was in high school still. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I started young, but. Um, I, my parent, it was, it's a boring story. My parents wanted me to have, uh, being a team sport and being an individual sport and the closest kind of thing to our house, uh, as far as an individual sport was there's a little tennis complex down the road. So that's, I mean, I, I would love to give you some amazing story and it's just not that way. <laughs> With tennis being so accomplished nowadays, especially in the limelight, the, the Williams sisters, I, I read something sure. that the, the Williams sister, I believe it was uh, Serena is the one that is possibly the most decorated or awarded or accomplished yeah. athlete of any sport, regardless male or female. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, you know, listen, we, we're, we can have opinions, but the facts are the facts. And, you know, she's, uh, she's on the verge of being the uh, winning the most slams of all time, um, not to mention Olympic gold medals, not to mention uh, she's kind of been this crossover mainstream star uh, you know, kind of bursting out of our, our world and into kind of everyone's world. Um, I, I grew up with Serena actually up the road there in, uh, in South Florida. Um, and it's just amazing to kind of see what she's 
what she's become, and, and she's still going. I mean, it's not as if we're we're, we're kind of uh, talking about her accomplishments because she's fading. I mean, she's you know two in the world, and she plays like seven tournaments a year, while the person who's one in the world plays twenty five tournaments a year. So it's it's uh, it, it's pretty special what we've been able to witness from uh, you know Venus and Serena. I mean, let's not forget that Venus has won five Wimbledon titles. It's it's uh, it's all pretty amazing. Yeah, I think especially in a sport kind of. Uh, like tennis, where it, it, it's it's an elite group that plays tennis. It's not exactly the most economical sport in the world. You're dealing with a lot of a lot of people with backyard tennis courts, for that matter, and and you're dealing with private lessons and all that other stuff. But seeing a, a person as revered as Serena one weekend twerking in a Beyonce video in in a onesie, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you know playing in Wimbledon the following weekend, it, it's really cool to see something like that. Yeah, and I mean it's 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 a bit of a misnomer. I mean I, I think club tennis is that way. But you see Venus and Serena come from Compton. I mean, uh, Agassi's father kind of worked the door for tips at Caesars Palace forever from uh, uh, Iranian background. You see the Djokovic coming out of Serbia, which is this war-torn country where they were learning how to play in the bottom of swimming pools at a certain point. So, um, you know, I, 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 if there are kids listening, it's, it, it is a, it is a, you know, a kind of a high-level sport at, at a certain point, but. Um, you can get out there and start. You just need someone to play with. It's uh, you know, it, it, it's doable. Was Andy Roddick growing up good at any team sports? Were you competitive at any team sports? Yeah, I, you know, I, I love I love team sports. I played baseball. I played uh, basketball in high school. Um, you know, I, I kind of I, I kind of go by this thing with you know, parents choose the sport that they want their kid to be in, and that's what it's going to be. I think you kind of expose your kid to a million sports, and at the end of the day, I think. Uh, the sport chooses you, you know, as, as much as we like the sport, I think kids like being good at something. So, uh, you know, I played a bunch of sports and I was, I was good at tennis, which meant I liked it more. Now, now your wife, everyone knows is, is the uh, actress and uh, model Brooklyn Decker. Did she, was she a tennis fan before, before you guys got together or, or was she forced into liking tennis? Completely forced into liking tennis. Uh, <laughs> she uh, she didn't know much about it. Um, you know, it, it's funny because the first matches she, she she ever saw were, you know, at the U.S. Open and at kind of these big events. Uh, so she's she's kind of uh, you know a, a little bit jaded when it comes to we'll, we'll be driving down the street now and just see people playing at like a tennis center and she's like, well, they're not very good. I'm like, well, you've never seen anything. <laughs> you know, it's like, they're probably they're probably great at their club. You know. <laughs> Well, so how old how old were you and her, I suppose, when when you brought her to the first like big tennis match like that, like a U.S. Open? Were you guys really young? Yeah, well, yeah, we got married really young. We got married when she was twenty two. We've been together, gosh, ten years now. So um, she was probably twenty or something, you know, something something close to that. So, so she that, wasn't even able to have a beer at the match. So that must have been so impressive, like to her, like that must have been so cool for you that you're bringing this, this girl. I mean, obviously, uh, if you don't mind no me saying slouch, a very good looking girl, <laughs> you're bringing her to this huge tennis tournament that she doesn't know much about. And it's like, whoa, this guy, Andy, who I'm dating, he's a big deal. Like Andy, that's, that's pretty awesome right there. Yeah, I, I think they call that leverage. Um, you know, I, I was, you know, I had to kind of present the best parts of me. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, my personality wasn't that. So we had to go to the U.S. Open. I mean, like when I first dated my wife, yeah, like when I first dated my wife, I'm like, all right, listen, a couple of dates in here, I'm going to break out the guitar. All right. And that's going to do it. It's going to be like the call of the sirens here. And I'm going to be able to be able to reel her in. You're, you're bringing her to the U.S. Open. You got 20,000 people watching you play tennis. I like how you're comparing your game to Andy, Andy Roddick's yeah, game yeah, right here yeah. in, in the dating yeah, well, world. It, it's all relative, you know. You you, you have the guitar. I said, let, let me watch me berate umpires. It'll it'll be great. <laughs> now, did she know who you were then when she met you? Since she didn't know anything about tennis. 
Yeah, she did. Well, I, I kind of stalked her a little bit. I guess good in, for you. In, in my de- in my defense, is it's only stalking if if, if they're not into it. Um, but uh, <laughs> can only uh, stalk yeah, I, the I call, unwilling. I, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I uh, I called her and she she didn't call me back for months on end. So Sounds I, I like kind of was, was a bit uh, unwilling there. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it felt like to me too. But uh, we're you know now we're married with a baby. So now now you had a cameo in one of her movies. Uh, it was one of the Adam Sandler movies. Just go with it. Uh, Jennifer Aniston is also in it. Now yeah. did you uh, and and your wife's one of the, she's she's one of the stars in the movie. Uh, when you're on set there, you're having your cameo. Does Andy Roddick get starstruck? Uh, not really. Everyone was everyone's pretty pretty friendly. You know, especially when they're kind of in there their bubble of work and stuff. So uh, not, not really. I mean, Sandler's really nice and uh, Aniston was really nice and uh, not, not really. Everyone was super nice. So I, I don't, I don't know that I was starstruck then. It's probably hard to be starstruck by Adam Sandler. I mean, he's always wearing just a t-shirt and sweatpants, right? Yeah. He would tell you, he's got this weird egg head. It kind of throws you off. You don't really think about all the accomplishments because of it. It's, it's a whole thing. You can check out Andy this week and Andy Roddick. He is hosting. He's the special guest of the AIM Higher Tennis Pro-Am benefiting Special Olympics of Dade and Broward Counties this Saturday, December 10th at the Diplomat in Hallandale. Uh, Andy, excellent job. Good work this weekend that you're obviously doing with the Special Olympics, Dade and Broward Counties. Uh, we appreciate you spending some time with us here this morning. Thank you. No, thank you. Thanks for uh, helping us get the word out. All right, Andy, take it easy. That's Andy Roddick right there. Zazlo over here comparing his uh, playing the strum of the fair. guitar That's not uh, fair with comparison. his wife. In the, which, I mean, what do you even play on the guitar? Hey, listen, when it boils down to it, both of our plans worked. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 